This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Shelby Jo Long, CEO of Rogue Publishing Partners, and I'm joined here today by my fellow directors and Rogue Publishing Partners. I'll introduce them when we get into, get into the discussion today, but we felt it was a really good time to reflect upon our year. And I think nothing is more appropriate than reflecting upon the best book or the best books that we've read this year since we're starting to wrap up 2022, which is insane that 2022 is wrapping up. But here we go. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I think my favorite book this year is this one, the one that I published. (laughs) Uh, Shameless plug about I See Your Genius. And everybody here was involved with that. Uh, but I enjoy that was a fun book to fun book to write, fun book to begin promoting, and also a fun book to be a part of my business. But the favorite book that I read this year, I actually just read it recently for a book club, and it really stood out to me because it it spoke to everything that is in my background. For everybody knows I'm I'm a communication professor, college debate coach, and I've been that for 17 years. And I really like discussion of issues and I like the back and forth. I like debating things and discovering all sides of things. And this book really fed that side of my soul. And I really enjoyed it. It's called I Never Thought of It That Way by Monica Guzman. And I listened to it on audiobook and she just is a great storyteller and talks about her experience being having very different political views than her parents where she grew up in Seattle and just really an interesting explore. It really gets into like the basics of communication theory is that we could talk over here about a lot of the things, but the people over here don't necessarily hear it. And particularly in today's society, how it's how challenging it is, how polarizing things have become. And it just gives us some tips about how to better engage and yeah, if you're a Democrat, then listen to Republicans and vice versa, and then maybe find some common ground. And that's the way that we can move forward. Now, I just really enjoyed how she tied her own personal story and background into it and how she, how it's a discovery of something that is that is pervasive and that we see a lot in society. And it's just kind of fun to listen to someone talk about their experience with that. So I never thought of it the way that way by Monica Guzman, um, not connected to the road community, but it was something that stuck, stuck out to me. I think it's a really, I think many people should read that book. It's a good thing to help broaden our perspectives, broaden our minds and to not only speak, but to listen to each other. So I enjoyed that book. Fed my debate side, it fed my communication side, but then also talked about a very relevant topic. So those are my top two books of 2022. Those are the ones that stood out to me, mine and uh, then Monica Guzman's book. So Scott, Scott Siri, fellow director here on uh, Rogue Publishing Partners, introduce yourself and tell us about your favorite book of the year or books of the year. Sure. I'm Scott Siri. I'm a ghostwriter and a copywriter. 
So most of my time is spent creating the books and creating the words that goes into them. Uh, looking back over the year, I can't really pinpoint one book that I loved more than others. Uh, I joined a book club. I've never been a part of a book club. I always just kind of read, have been reading whatever looked interesting to me. So I always have a big list of books. I actually don't think you can see them on the, there's a shelf back over here and I have them lined up. So the one on the right hand side is the next one that I have to read. And then I alternate a fiction and a nonfiction. So I'm not always reading one particular genre. Uh, but in this book club, we put a, a name of a book, drop it in the hat, and then we just randomly draw it out. And there's about eight of us in the group, eight to 10 of us that actually show up every time. And we read whatever those people wanted to pick. And so there was like a romance novel in there. There was a fiction one called Counting Coup. Uh, it's about life on the Crow Reservation, uh, following along a, a, a high school athlete. She's a basketball player and just kind of her story. She's like the best player in the state. But I the, love that book. It's so good. Yeah. The, uh, the dynamics of living on the reservation and the culture took her from she's like the best player ever. And she just makes nothing of her life because everything going on around her. So I don't know, maybe that would be kind of my favorite one. It was a little bit harder to read, but it was fun because it took place just down the street from us here in Billings, 30 miles away, 40 miles away. Uh, but then there's just all these different genres, all these different types of books that I never would have thought to read. So anyone that's thinking about joining a book club, do it because it breaks you out of your little mold of what you fall into and what you love to read. And it broadens your horizons a bit. Oh, Scott, that's a great tip. It, it does. Yeah. Being a part of a book club and not, not picking out what's on your shelf to read at, and challenging yourself out to get outside of that. I read that County Coup a, a while ago, local author, I think it's, uh, it's a great book. I, so and, he's out of Portland. He followed oh, uh, uh, Sharon LaForge around in 1992 and just kind of tracked the whole girls basketball team throughout uh, that basketball season. And then he, it took him seven or eight years to actually write the write the book because he kept running into issues. He kept debating himself. Should I even publish this? It was a little controversial because it it doesn't depict the reservation life in very good right. in a sunshiny manner, but it depicts it in a, a real manner. It's how it actually is. And it's not pleasant to read sometimes. Right. Man, that's a that's a good one for those that want and want to discover more crow reservation right 30 miles from here it's crazy so that's great well yeah and join a book club there's a good there's a good piece of advice for 2023 what was well, that called scott counting coup counting coup uh larry colton is the author a true story of basketball and honor on the little bighorn cool there is a, there's actually quite a few there's another book i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but it's like a world champion basketball team out of three forks or something in montana like there's quite a few quite a few of those stories about the reservations in montana that's really interesting so great great tip for 2023 and good book uh fellow director michelle white michelle can you introduce 
yourself and talk a little bit about your favorite book or books of 2022? Okay. I am Michelle White. Like you said, um, I own MMW Books. I'm a, a book designer. Um, so I'm always looking at covers and, and you know, scrolling through new books and like the New York Times, you know, articles on the, like right now there's a lot of them, you know, best books of the year kind of stuff. I'm always looking through the covers and looking at trends in cover design and, and what really pops out to me and that kind of thing. Um, but when I'm reading the books, um, I do, I read a lot of nonfiction um nature, conserve, conservation, those kind of things, um, spiritual, like Eckhart Tolle. Um, I just started reading Joan Tollefson, who apparently has been around since like the 1960s writing on um, spiritual things and like her evolution. Alan Watts, people like that. I'm just a big fan of that kind of writing. Um, when I'm reading fiction, I try to read books that take me outside of my own life, you know, people that I wouldn't ordinarily be able to relate to. Um, like currently I'm reading Solito, which is about a, it's from the perspective of a boy from um, El Salvador migrating to California to be with his parents and he's nine years old. Um, so it's, it's really interesting. It was the nineties that he made this, this trek. So, you know, things like that. I really like reading about. Um my favorite one of the year was Bewilderment by Richard Powers. It's about a father and his son, and it's fiction. Um, the, the son is experiencing problems in school. He's like super intelligent, and he's really concerned about um, endangered species, and he paints pictures of them, and he, tr he tries to do a protest. He stands on the courthouse steps and trying to protest I don't know, something to do with endangered species. I forget what it was and gets in trouble for it and all this. Um, and it's just how the father deals with it. The mother had had recently died, you know, before the book started. Um, so they're dealing with that. Um, and they're, they're doing this neurofeedback thing that's supposed to help with the boy's emotion. It's a new sort of a science fiction like technology that the boy is going through. And it's, it's just bizarre the effects that it has on him. And it creates this big all-knowing kind of like enlightenment kind of thing in this little boy, um, which it's just, it's bizarre, but it's really, really, really good. Uh, anything by Richard Powers, are, I've been onto him lately. He's, he's a lot of nature and science and um, climate change and all this all in fictionalized you know, form, but dealing with those ask, subjects. Fiction or nonfiction. So that's uh, it's fiction. I, yeah. That's interesting. Takes you, takes you to kind of a different perspective. That's right. Right. I'm starting a Toni Morrison kick. I saw an interview of that she did and it's just, I just fell in love with her as a person, you know? Yeah. And so I, and I had read beloved back in school. Um, so I'm, I'm working my way through those. I'm going to start Sula next. So. Yeah, really Tony like Morrison's her. great. I mm -hmm. read I read Beloved. It, it's been a while though, so it'd be good to get back into those books. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, the only consistent author I read is a romance novelist, which is also nonfiction. But um, I maybe need to get out of my comfort zone and explore some some of this. That sounds really interesting. Those two authors. So, thank you, Michelle. 
Susie, uh, fellow Rogue director, talk about your favorite book or books of the year in the publishing industry. I'm sure you see quite a few of them. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm Susie Schaefer. I'm founder of Finish the Book Publishing and COO for Rogue Publishing Partners. Um, And, you know, my challenge is that there are too many books and not enough time. So, (laughs) and this is why literally when I'm working on books, I will read bits and pieces, but I may not read the entire book from cover to cover. Um, So some of my favorites from this year, and actually I've got four that are authors that I worked with. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about um, some of the others. So the first one is I See Your Genius uh, by Shelby, because I love the story. And I love the fact that uh, while it's a nonfiction book and really focuses on your journey into becoming an entrepreneur and leaving academia, but it also tells your story, which is really important because that's how you connect to people. Um, and then of course, um, I Thanks just can't make shout out Susie. Oh, you're welcome. My publisher. You're welcome. Yeah, my but, book designer. So thank you. But I haven't read the whole thing like beginning to end. So it's on my list of, of to-dos. Um, act, and you know what I'm going to do actually, Shelby, is I'm going to actually wait until it's on audiobook because at the end of the day, when I'm tired of seeing a screen or um, or reading, I love to listen to audiobooks. And I think that that's what I'm going to do with yours. I'm going to wait till it's on audiobook and then listen for, to the whole thing start to finish. Another one that I absolutely well, love. The audiobook is coming. Okay. So, yeah. So. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, David Wolf, for showing hey, You know, it's so uh, we're, we're here. Thank yeah. You. So um, okay, another one of my favorites is I just can't make this shit up by um Alejandra Brady, who talks about her and that like for me, it's one of my favorite covers um of the book. But that one really talks about her own spiritual awakening. So I love that and and how her spiritual awakening um was impacted by her family and their opinions. So um, fascinating book. Um, another one that just really, you know, struck my heart was Seven Stories for My Father by um, Estela Nunez uh, Franco. Um, she wrote this book because her father has terminal cancer and she wanted to make sure that she wrote him love letters before he passed. And so she wrote it and then she also translated it. So it's available in both English and Spanish. Um, so really, really beautiful book and it's a little short book. Um, the one that I'm working on right now with a lot of my other road partners too, and it's coming out very soon. We're, we're just doing the, the final finals on it. It's called Fence Bat, um, a big kid's guide to parenting, personal growth and play. So it's the word fence and the word bat combined to create fence back, fence bat, which is a game that his kids created during the pandemic. And he also discovered during the pandemic when he was um, with kids were home that his son was on the autism spectrum. So fascinating book, um, excellent writing. It's it's going to be super duper. So write that one down. You're going to want to watch for that one. Um, so what I'm reading right now currently is a guide to lucid dreaming. I get really into the metaphysical space and the woo woo space and and spirituality. And it's something that I love. It's something that I incorporated into my business when I'm working with authors. Um, so that's what I'm reading right now on my list is to kill a mockingbird because I'm seeing the performance in January and I don't remember the story. So I said, okay, I'm going to read the book before I go to the show. So that's on my, my next list. And, um, I should just give a quick shout out too for those of you that are looking for books that were, um, that were, uh, worked on by rogue partners, 
you should check out the rogue bookshelf on our on our website because we are in the process of uploading books that um, at least two members of the team have worked on. So there will be a whole bunch of books listed there that um, that have been a, a collaboration of our services uh, for those authors and also just to to highlight um, the good work that our authors do. So check out the rogue bookshelf on the rogue publishing partners website. That's my plug. Great, Susie. Thanks for all that. You gave us a couple of book recommendations to kill a mockingbird. We won getting read that many, many moons ago. Time to get back into that one. Excited about that. Yeah, those are some great recommendations. And the Rogue Bookshelf, it's always important to have that too. Speaking of our expanded Rogue community, and David joined the podcast late, but I told him I was going to call on him anyway in the last few minutes of the interview. David, we're talking about our favorite books of 2022. What stood out to you this year? What book recommendations can you make? Um, oh my gosh, I'm being called uh, <laughs> something. I let's see. Um, and David, oh, introduce, I wasn't prepared. Yourself, introduce yourself quickly before sure, you. Sure, sure, sure. So my company is Audivita Studios, and we produce audiobooks and podcasts. So that's our our business, and that's my business. We're about four year old startup, and I'm a longtime music producer. So. Uh, kind of moved into this business some years ago and started podcasting back in uh, 2006. Anyway, oh my gosh, I think I'm, I may come up dry because there's so many and I wasn't really prepared to, to recommend anything. And also it's a memory moment. So I, I just have to, uh, yeah, sorry, I, I'll think about it. And uh, okay. maybe a future podcast, I don't want to waste time here, but a future podcast, I'll come back and make some recommendations because I have done a lot of reading this year. I just, I'm not recalling things in the moment. Done a lot of reading and probably recorded a lot of them too. So Indeed. I'm looking forward to recording my audiobook here with you in the next month or so. So it's going to be great. Hey, Shelby, can I make one more comment too? Please. You know, um, I think it's really important that we highlight the the fact that all of us are what we call hybrid readers. So we may read a physical book. I love taking a physical book like when I go to the beach. Um but we also read, for example, um, on our e-readers. So, you know, Kindle, Nook, whatever, um, sometimes even on our laptops or on our phones. But, you know, David serves a great, he, he provides a great service because so many books uh, we are now listening to as audiobooks. So when you're reading on these different types of um, medias, um, it's important that we do have, we do fill that, that niche. And so I was super excited to hear that Shelby's going to be recording her audiobook with David because, you know, we have to be able to, um, kind of ebb and flow for the type of reading that we want to do. And, and I've said before that at the end of the day, I'm tired of looking at a screen, looking at a book, at reading, cause I do it all day long. So I like to just kind of chill out and listen to audiobooks. And so that's my, my end of day um, kind of routine. So, you know, a big shout out to David because what he does, it it kind of brings everything full circle for those that are working on their book, whether it's a, a physical book, an ebook, or an audiobook. And if I may, I remembered one of the books that I actually did listen to. It was uh, Jim Doty. Jim Doty, Into the Magic Shop. He's an amazing guy. He's a neurosurgeon with a heck of a story, unbelievable story. Uh, and it's available in all the formats uh, for Susie, uh, which she was just talking about. I, I did happen to listen to it. Uh, so uh, that's a, a great one. Another author that I checked out recently, uh, this is historical fiction set in World War II by Steve Hartov. And it has to do with, uh, it's called The Last, I believe the title is The Last Seven. 
And uh, I'm I'm Jewish, so uh, he came through my wife, who runs a, a book fest every year, and uh, he wrote a book about uh, these uh, uh, folks that um, folks these are men that uh, survived the Holocaust and then went back into Germany to um, to uh, basically get revenge as part of a mission, uh, uh, a British mission. So amazing author and, you know, anybody who does historical fiction, I don't know how you do that. It's so amazing. Anyway, that's my two. I wanted to pay back and bring some of value to this podcast <laughs> since you did a shout out. Thank you. Well, thank you for that. Always great to know that we provide every service that you need in Rogue Publishing Partners, whether it's recording your book, getting your book designed, getting it published, or even ghostwritten. And whatever you want to do with it as far as your brand strategy afterwards. So this is a great conversation today. Good way to wrap up 2022. Always good to, I have a new list of books that I need to read or listen to over the break. And I'm looking forward to the next time. So we'll talk to you next time when the Rogue Publishing Partners give you some insight into the publishing industry. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.